You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter or Instagram, follow the show at Strict Anonymous. If you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show. I say it's a call and advice show, but I'm rarely giving advice, though. I think I always try and sneak some advice in because <laughs> that's really why I started my show. I love to give people advice. Uh, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things, but most of the time people are just like calling in to talk about their secret lives and their interesting lives. Uh, most of the time for the first time, because this is a place where you could do that while remaining strictly anonymous. If you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. I'm always looking for people to call in today. I have on a guy named Kaylee. And the reason why his name is Kaylee is because sometimes Kaylee likes to be a woman. Now, I thought that meant that he likes to dress up as a woman, but he clears that up right in the beginning that that's not the case. He just likes to feel like a woman and he likes to be with men when he's a woman, though he doesn't like to be with men when he's a guy. It's kind of confusing, but interesting because he he very much breaks it down. And we talk all about this, um, how he's lived that out, uh, you know, how many people he's come in contact with in his life that has have been able to deal with uh, both sides of him and have a relationship. He's managed to have a relationship with both a man and a woman while being a woman. Uh, currently, he, though, he's married to his wife of many years and uh, she doesn't know about this lifestyle at all. It's a big fat secret to her. And they have what I would consider a very common problem, whereas the SEX in their marriage is not really well. It's not going well. Uh, and we talk all about that too. So it's like, I don't know. And I think I said this on the podcast is like, he's got two different things going on. One of them is very uncommon, right? We talk about this whole thing about him wanting to be a woman. And let me tell you the first woman he was with, I mean, he's married to a woman now who's like very vanilla sex and that's the problem. But the first girl he was with, the first woman, she was totally into everything. And they have some crazy stories about stuff that they did. One, which involves a doorman. Uh, and a threesome. <laughs> uh, but so in one sense, he talks all about like this very uncommon thing where he's a, gr- a woman, he likes to be a woman and we break that down. And then in another, other, towards the end of the podcast, we discuss, uh, you know, the relationship issues he's having with his wife, which to me is a very common issue. Whereas, you know, you're with someone for a very long time and suddenly the sex is just goes out the window. Not suddenly. I think maybe it happens over time, but it's just not there and it's not happening and he doesn't know what to do about it. And he also, you know, misses being a woman and living that part out, that part of himself, because he doesn't cheat behind her back. So uh, anyway, let's get into it. I'm going to be right back on with Kaylee. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well... Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Kaylee. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. So you live a very double life, right? Double yes. in the sense of, you know, you're a guy, you're married. I'm assuming you've been married for years, right? But during that whole time, you have had not just a double life, but like a secret double life, right? Your wife has no idea that you sometimes feel like a woman and you dress up and go out and be a woman, right? Mm, I actually don't dress up. Oh, don't you don't? What does that mean? What do you mean? No. I never dressed up because I have a very uh, 
muscular physique. And okay, just, yeah. Like, it doesn't look good, so that doesn't work for me. I would okay. like I would like to work. You know, I would love to yeah, work yeah, for yeah. and do that, but it just doesn't look right. So what do you so do when you become a woman, quote-unquote? Well, mostly I just... Now, I mean, for the last couple, long, you know, over a decade, I've got nothing. Just fantasize or remember things I used to do because there's just no opportunity anymore. I have three kids. I have a job. I have a wife. And I'm not... So these were things I used to do in the past. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that. But what did you used to do when you felt like you needed to be a woman? Because you said sometimes like the urge would come on and then it could maybe last for a couple of days or longer, depending, yeah. right? So, well, I had a... Before I got married, I had a boyfriend for about two or three years, a regular mm-hmm. long-term relationship, and he was great about it. Uh, he was actually gay, but when I told him my neither, he was very willing to accommodate it, which is kind of rare, actually, in the gay world. Yeah, right, because, you know, they don't want a woman. Right? No, not at all. And, <laughs> no point uh, of being gay. Yeah, and that was really good. And, and before that, I mean, I had, like, going back to my teenagers, I had another friend that we started doing this with, but um, we would um, role play. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going, I think starting at probably 14 or so. Yeah. And I was always the girl, and, and he was the guy, and we would, you know, role play, and we would actually, you know, have these very elaborate scenarios and fantasies about whether we were, I don't know, somewhere in the future in a starship or, you know, in the Wild West, whatever, and, you know, we could actually make love and have sex and as part of the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And this and is when you were 14. I think starting from 14, probably to I was 16 or so. So you lost your virginity to a guy at 14? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about to a female? I think about 17. Okay. I always thought I really like love women too. Yeah. Very uh-huh. attractive women, especially visually when I walk down the street. For me, I'm not attracted to men visually so much. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter how hot a guy looks, there's a certain presence I like. Right. I have a very authoritarian personality, very strong personality, but it doesn't visual even with women it's much more visual. Right. Maybe that so energy think, is like good for you because it like makes you feel more like a woman, right? Like that stronger presence then sort of diminishes uh, yeah. you, right? That's what you like. Yeah. I imagine so so with that, you know, my friend in high school we did that for a while and um yeah, so got, but I always thought of myself as straight back then because I think we just couldn't really get any girls and we were super, super horny. <laughs> so you just <laughs> so figured it was like, that's so funny. It's just something we, we do. Because we like can't a, get chicks. Right. I just associated myself from it. I just didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. Outside of when we were doing it. Yeah. I and, feel uh, like so many people would think that that just doesn't make any fucking sense, but it doesn't away you know what i mean like i mean it of course makes sense because that's how you felt right and i just think that people right. just frame things or, or put, file things in their brain in certain ways or don't right and it's like i can't yeah. tell you how many guys i've had on my show that have had dicks in their mouth and they don't consider themselves bisexual right and here you were doing that and you just were like oh it's because we can't get chicks right it didn't mean anything right, which then. partially true but it's mm-hmm. also i mean i really enjoyed the sex it was great and it was you know really hot and uh, yeah but I just didn't think about it myself that way. And I, it's not like I care about someone calling me bisexual. It's like I have any hangups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's quite the right word because I don't like having sex with men when I feel like a man. I feel like I right, you, right, right, right. I it's definitely a little bit different because it's you. For you, you're having heterosexual sex, but you're the exactly. woman, right? With it's a woman and a man sex that you like. Sometimes you like to be yeah. the man. Sometimes you like to be the woman. And my erogenous zones are completely different. Like when what I'm do you having mean? sex with a woman, mm-hmm. when I'm having sex with a woman, I'm completely, kind of very dick focused, you know. Yeah. Like you want know, orgasm, and it's, you know, it's great and all, but it, for a woman, it's when I'm a woman. It's like um, my ears and my neck, and someone kisses me there. Uh huh. And kissing is much more erogenous than like my genital area, and I can really get off that way like, if a guy does it right. Right. Know? And it's an intense. Clearly an orgasm, but I don't know how to explain it. It's like intensely pleasurable. And um, so like that's also because, you know, it's, it's hard to find a guy who does it. There's a lot of guys that went, and I love kissing, making out. Like, yeah. Long, passionate love making. And I, I found, you know, really I've been lucky to find two guys who would do this. Because later on I had another guy. <laughs> well, and the other things that I, yeah. so we stopped, actually when we both did get girlfriends, we finally stopped doing that. And, and we, you know, we moved away for college. And I didn't really have that in my life for a while. 
And I thought, because I thought of myself, well, maybe I'm bisexual. I, I, I clearly enjoy sex with a guy. So I tried to go out a few times as a, as a man and just have sex with guys, and it never ended well. Uh, a lot of times I couldn't get it up. Uh, then the guys would be frustrated. They didn't want to play these games. Uh, they just wanted to fuck and suck quickly, you know? Yeah. So it's never really worked for me going out as a guy just trying to find another guy to have sex with. Right, because uh, you needed it to be a specific way for you to get it was like, right? I mean, it wasn't right, like you exactly. just like you said, it wasn't like you were gay or bisexual and was top or bottom. You wanted to be a female, and I would assume, I would think, right, that most gay guys or even bi- wouldn't be into that, right? Because they're not into it, right? And especially the kind of guys. Since I have a very muscular body, yeah, I think they're expecting a certain thing from me. Yeah, they want you to like, be a, a hot dude, right? Because you look hot. like one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it makes me it made it very easy to track man, but not the kind of way I wanted. Right. <laughs> it's like know, called a bait uh, and switch. That's what you were pulling. <laughs> right. It's like way. here I am, a hot beefy dude, but I want to be a chick. It's <laughs> like right. what the fuck. So then I met. Um, I got a girlfriend in college who was really very sexual, open sexually. And um, we had great sex for a while and, you know, she was clearly open just about anything. And um, I would kind of bother her, like, pester her to tell me stories about her past. Uh-huh. You know, about sex and she's done. And I would get super turned on by them. And, um, but also jealous, which would drive her crazy. Right. You know, so... But it's sort of like a cuckolding thing that was going on, right? Or starting for you. Anyway, so I don't like any of the... The terms? Yeah, cuckolding. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. It's just seeing... I think also living vicariously through a woman. Like if, if you're a girlfriend, seeing the guy, it's almost like, like you're doing it too. Right, and, and that's your... Especially if you can... And for you, that's what you like. I mean, that's what you want to do, but sometimes it's hard to do for you. So that's like the next right. best thing, right? Yeah, so if you can be there like with your woman, you know, mm-hmm. her hand or making out to her while she's getting fucked by another guy. It's super hot. Right. It's just everything. So, um, anyway, especially have fights about this. She's like, what is this thing? Why do you keep asking me for these stories? And, <laughs> but then getting jealous. He used to drive her crazy. And finally I just told her, you know, sometimes I, I kind of interested in like what it felt like for you. Right. Because I've had these feelings and she was totally cool with it. I mean, she was like, no judgment. She goes, oh, that's really interesting. That. You know, and she, and she was like, well, I thought about being a guy sometimes, you know, I fantasize. So, so you know, she would be actually started role-playing again where I would be the woman and she would be the man. And we actually got a, a dildo and she strapped it on him and we'd make love that way. And, um, you know, this was really great. So it was open and she was really into it. She wasn't just doing it for you. She, yeah, that was no, pretty she great. Dripping wet. You can obviously tell mm-hmm. that she really liked it. Um. So then for a while, then we started to talk about maybe. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. another guy in but we didn't really know how to go about doing it mm-hmm. um you know this is back a long time you know i'm, I'm in my early 50s now so yeah. going back there wasn't the internet or anything right at all but so what we did do there was a, an adult theater in our city um so occasionally we would go there and watch the, you know, the movies sit there and um it was really strange because it was kind of in a bad part of town so it was a little seedy a little seedy, but yeah. also exciting in a way. Uh-huh. And um, so we would kind of make out watching the movie, and the guys would come, you know, watching us, obviously, or usually she was the only woman in the theater, and getting closer. And a lot of the guys were black guys, you know, yeah. which I find very attractive, and she did. And um, 
I mean, not that they would start, you know, masturbating or jerking off not that far from us. And um, I could tell she was I mean, so hot, my wife. She, well, she became my wife later. You're right, right, right. I was going to say that, right. And, um, yeah. you know, some of these huge cocks these guys had. Right. Sexy. And the thing was, they were kind of shy in a way. It was odd. Um, I don't know if we, we didn't know how to send this right signal, but they would... They would kind of move closer to two or three feet away, but they were, never come right close mm-hmm. and sit right next to her. And I know if they had, I know she wouldn't have been able to not, you know, jerk them off or at least, or maybe, maybe blow them. Yeah. I mean, so, but it never actually happened. And they get really close and you could grab it. She was open think, to it though? Was she open to doing stuff with them? Yes. Oh, definitely. I think maybe we're a little, maybe we're a little concerned about STDs. Yeah, because it's, I wonder, yeah. like, I'm, I, listen, I think that that's super cool that they were, like, so respectful, right? Like, maybe they were being yeah, really think, respectful. I think so. I think maybe they're just having one there so rare people don't want to mess it up and scare her away. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was, you know, I also, which would happen, I think probably the real, I mean, I was obviously that you would give a, would be able to give a sign and they would have come over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe, I think it was more STDs than anything else we thought about. We just don't, you know. Yeah, you don't know, right, of course. Right. And um, so we did that for a while. And then I found there was like a magazine, you know, there was, like, there was some kind of a magazine, like in a porn store where they had a back section with ads and there was like people took out ads for Swinger thing. Yeah. And there was an ad about a guy, you know, who wanted to meet a couple. So we called him and he was a white guy, attractive guy, kind of like a rock star. So we invited him over and... Um, he was talking to him, he was a real nice guy. He brought some wine and he's he's a total, total, you know, really nice guy. Um, and I didn't know if we were actually going to go through it, and, you know. We yeah. were talking. And then, then my wife, she was wearing, I remember she was wearing this kind of pink kimono thing. And she's a Latina, she's a very attractive woman. Uh huh. I saw she just got up and she went over and stuck her, her tongue in his mouth. And they started making out. And I was, it was, you know, I got super horny. And then, so then she started to blow him, and, and he went down on her, and um, they had sex. And he was by, I don't think, I think mainly the main attraction for him was her. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, he let me play this a little bit. I sucked him a little bit. Maybe he also liked you watching. Oh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. I think so, you know, mm-hmm. then it take time for them to actually fuck. I, I got his cock into her pussy, which I really liked. Um, and then he's like, well, I think, I don't know how totally she, into him she was. I think she was into the situation more than maybe the guy. Yeah, uh-huh. Somehow. Um, so, yeah, they said it was pretty good. And then, you know, it was over. And then uh, I didn't really do much else with him. You know, he, he said thanks and bye. And, and that was it. <laughs> that was it, you know. And then we, yeah. we talked about it for a while ago. I mean, I, oh, then we had sex with mom, which was, we actually she didn't use a condom. She was on the pill. And this was really before. AIDS was a big deal. Yeah. It's probably kind of dumb. But, no, but before I mean, AIDS... AIDS, AIDS isn't the only thing. You know? No, but before AIDS... Li- I'm around your age, right? And I lived in that yeah. time. Like, before AIDS, you only thought about, like, oh, I might get pregnant, right? It wasn't like I could die. Herpes no, yeah, was it, still around, but no, I don't think people thought about it, right? Because that's, like, a lifelong sure thing, too. We should have been thinking about that. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't think so much about STDs because... It wasn't like right. gonna kill you. They thought more about oh, getting pregnant, right? So like, if your girl's on the pill, you're like, okay, good to go, right? Right. And um, so we you know, went into it, and I think if there was anything else that way back then could be treated, even if you did get something. Yeah. Most things were treatable. So, and we didn't use a condom, and then we did have sex after that. It was very, very, very hot. You know, making love to her with other guys. Yeah, and her. I don't know, they sound gross. Like people no, I just it. taped. A, I'm a, the girl woman I'm t- a, p- doing this week. Is this, she talked about her husband? Would love that. Her husband's bi. You know, he was just on. Yeah. This, the guy I just posted. Um, he he. They call that the cream pie or whatever. Like he would love right. th- when she came home with yeah, his was, calm inside of her. What I never did back then. I never. I should have. But I really just, you know, actually go down on the woman after she had been fucked by another guy, which. Sounds really hot. I just never did it. Did it right? I know mm-hmm. the guys who talked about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so 
you know, we just actually, we were very busy, you know, this wasn't, we weren't really kind of flex stuff people, believe it or not. We just, you know, we had both were intensely into like starting our careers and other things. So uh, we decided that, you know, that was, it was fun, but it wasn't really worth doing it again. It wasn't that great. Yeah. The threesome. Right. Mm-hmm. But then uh, we lived in the building where um, the doorman was just, just amazing looking black guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice and dressed well. And he was tall, probably six, five even. Wow. You know, muscular, just a great, amazing looking guy. And we were kind of flirt with him a little bit when we went in another lobby. He was very friendly. And, you know, we talk about fantasizing about it, you know, getting with him at times. Mm-hmm. But I think we were hesitant because it's just too close to home, you know, to someone you're going to see. Oh, for sure. Daily. I was hoping that the story would end with you guys banging the doorman, does it? <laughs> it well, it does. Oh, it does? <laughs> because oh, good. one day it was like, I remember it was like a super hot day. It was like 100 degrees after where we were out and my wife was wearing, we hadn't been married by then and she was wearing something very skimpy. And um, we came back because there was a pool in the complex and we came back in the pool and he was there. And uh, We started saying a little, I can't remember, I can't remember exactly what was said, but it was something suggestive. Yeah. You know, and then, we just kind of left off, and then we went back to our apartment. And then about a half hour later, I think he found some excuse to come to our apartment, like checking on, I don't know, plumbing or something. No way. Yes. And um, well, we were like, oh, okay, come on. And I remember there was a football game. I was like, come on in if you want to watch the game with us for a while and have some food. And um, so he came in, and uh, I could, I was turning on myself. He, was, he had such a strong presence this guy and a deep voice i love it's very important to me a man's voice is very sexy to me mm-hmm. the right voice is important and he had such a nice voice and he was so laid back but confident and um so we started watching the game and you know people are making suggestive remarks about oh my wife was saying something about the football players how sexy they were and he was saying things because they were clearly that, that he was they thought he thought we were both attractive uh-huh. Oh, wow. Like, like, oh, you guys are the most beautiful couple I've seen. You guys are so, look so great together. You know, I'm sure you had like, great success. And um, so my, my husband could be very, you know, take charge when she wanted something. So she went to the other room and she came back wearing something very skimpy. Right. Like it's on. Like she gave him. It definitely had with me. And I was just, so the one thing I wasn't clear was like, so what am I going to be doing here? Yeah. Because I really wanted to touch him too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, you know, I, he was saying things about, how, you know, he thought it was good looking too. And um, so I just said, okay, I'll just let her take the lead, you know. And he was just totally cool. He didn't seem to like bat an eye. And, um, you know, sometimes she went into the other room and she came back and she kind of sat on his lap. And, um, and he looked at me for a second just to check my reaction. And, um, uh, I just smiled, you know, and they started making out, and it was it was, such, it was very sexy because she was sitting on you know his leg and she was kind of fatigued and he was really a big guy. Yeah, and he had these huge hands that were you know, and then he started reaching into her, her inside her whatever camera. It was like what she was wearing as a robe or something, and um, then she whispered something to him. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. and I, I tried to ask her later, but she remember, and then he said yes, and she's way for me to come over and I kind of sat on his other leg so his he was kind of sitting with his legs far apart so she was sitting on one and I was on the other yeah and we all started making out together and just kissing like the three of us I cannot believe this is going down with your doorman as someone who lives in New York City and has lived with buildings with doormans all my life like it's crazy well, I mean, maybe if you saw this doorman <laughs> no I don't I'm not saying if like I'm not saying it's crazy in a bad way it's crazy yeah. in the most salacious like I cannot I believe this is going oh, down and I wonder it's... how many other doormen fuck the people that live in their building I wonder because they're right there I mean, yeah you know, people at nighttime someone at two in the morning is lonely and there's a yeah 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 totally. I, I just always wondered yeah I, sometimes I, you know I don't think I would do it later in life. I think we were kind of young and fun. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't have when you're younger, you don't think about the risks and you don't think things through as much. I think that's like one of the wonderful things about being young, right? You, yeah. Like, so, so there you are, both sitting on his lap, making out with him. Then what happens? Right, and then you know we we started like went down and, and, and guys got his shirt off and 
you were kissing kind of his chest and his stomach and um, took his pants out. And of course he had this, this huge cock. I mean, it's just, um, you know, long and thick and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And my wife of course went right for it. And um, I did too. So we were kind of giving him head together for a while. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was just really nice. And it was, it was the hottest thing I've ever had in my life. And to this day, I can jerk off thinking about it. Right. I, it's yeah. It's like good. a fa- It's like a porn. It's like a, a yeah. scenario that would happen in like a porn, right? And people yeah. would love that. Epi- you know, but it doesn't, I don't think it happens that often in real life. It's so that, right? It's not, nothing like this could ever happen again. No. In that way. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. So, yeah, we were like, it was, you know, stop and, and, and kiss our side and kiss for a while yeah, with his cock between our lips and, and then she decided, you know, I, I really need to fuck this guy. So I said, that's fine with me, you know. Yeah. So we went over to the bed and, um, you know, she just, they just went to the missionary. He laid and, and um, again, I helped put his, I like to really help put his cock in her pussy. Mm-hmm. And it looked so hot because, it, I mean, I'm actually well above average and I don't have a small tank, but this was another level. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if, if she was going to do it, but there, there was no problem. She took it all. And it looked so incredibly sexy going into her, you know. Um, and he had his big hands kind of like on her ass. The whole thing was just like watching a porn up close, but you know. Right, but real. It and, it's but also, and it's, it's, it's your girl. And it's your girl, yeah. Like, feeling like, like, you know, and then I went up and I started kissing her while he was fucking her, and she was really enjoying it. He was really getting to her good. Right. You know, I mean, and she was, she came, she came lots of times, and, you know, she would squeeze. My hand really hard, and you know, it was just awesome. And then and he said a few things while he was fucking her because I'm gonna, you know, I might, I'll fuck your boyfriend too at some point. And, but I honestly don't think I ever could have taken him, you know. Right, right. He was this big, and um, yeah, then um, you know, he came in there, and uh, again, we didn't use a condom. I mean, I think we weren't prepared for this one to happen. Yeah. We didn't know he was coming in, and um, so you know, we just kind of chilled out for a while, and. and <laughs> He went back, and I don't know if it was the end of his shift or not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or if he ever got in trouble for not being there, because this was this went on for a while. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said he came up and made an excuse. It's like, uh-huh. how could you, as a door, you know, a doorman can't leave his spot for that well, long. Well, all I can say is he was gone pretty soon after that. He wasn't there anymore, so I don't know if he did get in trouble. Oh, interesting. Um, because, obviously, we wanted to do this again with him. Yeah. And you know, we made that after he left, and we talked about it, and it I didn't have any jealousy at all. I was just like, I was just so happy to have been there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, I could get her off. We had great sex, but to see her get off in a different way, like he was so big and so like dominating her that it was a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, I can't remember exactly what went down after that. Like, I think we went traveling for a while and then you came back and, came he, back was and gone. he just wasn't there. And, oh but, shit. You know, we never, never had any contact information. And, we were always wondering if he would come back and just come back somehow. Yeah. Our door someday, but it never happened. Um, and then I just remember we, we kind of moved to a different city and we really got into our careers. And we would still kind of do the fantasy and role play now and then, but we never really... She wanted to, we wanted to try a woman too, and she we did, and, but that never actually happened. She... She would proposition some women, and they just decide no. <laughs> she tried. Yeah, well, she definitely tried. And yeah. even sometimes it was awkward because she tried with in our circle of people that we knew, which I didn't want her to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't. And then people started listening. And I would say, I would just have to pass out. She just like fool around like that. You're not serious. But it was a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. So that never actually happened. And then our marriage went bad for other reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like different career places and different issues and and uh how long were you together out. total i think seven years right but we got married very young she really was a good match for you in that way in other ways yeah in other ways not so much super, but other ways that's the thing it, you know it just wasn't working out in other ways right and i think sometimes if sex is so good it clouds you guys about other things for sure and that pull when it's you got good sex i've talked about it before uh keeps you sometimes in a really bad relationship for way longer than you would as opposed to like if you were married to that same woman with all the same problems and the sex was just average you probably would have been out of there before right like it's like oh definitely it's like definitely, it, i'm thinking like i'm never gonna find another person to yeah yeah there was, i thought that was a complete wacko because there was no internet there was no community of people talking about this right mm-hmm. so i thought there was you know 
and I think I'm always like, wow, I found two people in my life who have shared this with me already. I, the friend, know. right, when you were younger, and then yes, your wife, and, uh, right. Right. And I really did want to, you know, get in. And then, so that's where I got divorced. I really kind of went for a while phase. I went out clubbing and got a lot of chicks. I, I've never, I'm much more a relationship guy than I am a mm-hmm. guy. Even men or women, they don't do much for me. They just like, right. yeah, they feel good, but I don't know. There's just something missing. Yeah, no, I think you're either one type or not. Like, I know plenty of people that are relationship people, and that's just the way you roll, right? Yeah. So, again, like, I, I tried to like, go out and find some guys to do this for me, but mostly it was like, hey, let's talk, let's talk immediately. Mm-hmm. I would go to, like, kind of like bookstores with glory holes in them, because I, mean, I just wanted to be around a guy sexually. Yeah. But the guys were like, and I, I, like, I wouldn't mind jerking a guy off. I'm like, really big cocks, visually, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not that important to me, like, actually making love, but anyway, I just... You know, guys would put their cocks through a glory hole or just in a theater and I would hold them. But then they were like immediately like, let's, all right, let's go, let's fuck. Let's, you know, and they were like, what? I'm like, no, I can't do that. And like, what is wrong with you? you know? So that just didn't work mm-hmm. out for me. Uh, I tried it for a while. So then um, I had another friend of mine introduce me to his friend, a guy who came in. He was a Middle Eastern guy, a very kind of wealthy, distinguished guy. And he's like five years older than me at the time. I was probably... I was probably early 30s, and he was probably closer to 40. And he was just very friendly, and, and um, you know, took an interest in me, and, and, and invited me to come to, to like a, I forgot what it was, a play with him or something. And um, I didn't actually even realize that he was, he was attracted to me. I didn't realize he was gay. Yeah. Because he was like Middle Eastern Muslim, I, uh, you know, and uh, conservative. And then. Um, he kept inviting me out to things and like to a restaurant. They wanted like he went out to he owned part of a restaurant or something. And he invited me late one night and I went there and then um, he basically made me move on me. He put his hand on my thigh and started kissing me. And I was like, "What was different about him?" Uh-huh. It was like he was really like going slow in a way though, because uh-huh. we had had like seen each other like ten times already, you know, sexually, right. and um, he just was talking a lot and then. Even that he was like kissing me like and he wasn't like immediately like let's go home and fuck. He was like taking his time and Right, that's what you liked. So I thought, well maybe this could work. Mm-hmm. And um but the thing was I was gonna do like so I started talking about his sexual and he admitted that he was basically he was bi but mostly more into men. You know. And uh he told me, you know, he's like he really really didn't get with me and I said, Well, I just, I kind of lied to him. I told him, I, I, I've never done that before. I said, I, I don't know. You know, I could, I could try it a little bit. So he had an apartment he took me to. And, you know, we, he was really patient. To this day, I, I'm surprised he put up with it. Like, we, <laughs> we spent a lot of time just, a lot of time we just met there and made, made out, you know, maybe a little touchy feely. Uh, or he would give me, like, back rubs. He really liked my muscles. So he would really like to give me massages. And um, then he said, well, you know, then he said he kind of pushed the issue at one point. And I said, then I kind of told him, you know, I, I can't really have sex that way. And I said, I'm, I kind of feel like a woman sometimes. And he, again, he didn't really say anything you know, judgmental. Yeah. And I thought, or gay guy, I thought, I'm pretty sure he was like, okay, you know, this is dropping this. What gay guy wants to put up with this? Again, um, but I think he was just so into me. And I think he was kind of willing to go along with it. Yeah. Maybe and, he was um, into it totally too, in some weird way. I mean, like, look, yeah, he, he was—he obviously had your sort of same vibe about like liking instead of just getting to the action, really enjoying all that foreplay and the slowness of everything. You know, like right. I mean, because he was—I don't know that you, maybe he was a big patient. Maybe he was into it that way as well. Maybe that was his way too, because it was your way, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he every now and then he would bring up like, and I was fine with you know. At the, at the, once you agree with that, I said, you know, I just, if you need to, I'm kind of basically a woman here that you're dealing with. And he's like, fine, because, you know, there's a, um, and he said it for, like, there's a certain, like, he can even see it. He goes, there's a certain way you talk and move that's different than when I see you in other situations where you're just, you're a normal guy self. Right. Like, you really feel there's something different. Even though you're not dressed up, it's really a strong feminine presence. And I'm like, I mean, so basically, uh, he was like, the only one thing is like, I, he, you know, I didn't want him to really do anything with my, my cock because it's just, for me, I, 
when I'm in that mood, it's like, I'm not sure why that's there. Right. Well, right. Because you're a woman at that point. Yeah. So, and I think that was disappointing for him because he really wanted to do something, you know, something like that. He wanted to blow me and I just couldn't really get it up for that. And I certainly couldn't ever like screw a guy. But I didn't be sensitive to what it was, you know, he was like, I would give him head a lot. Um, he would, you know, he would fuck me. Um, and it was awesome. And he, would, he knew just how to kiss like Mario Biden's nose. He really took the time to explore that. Right. What and you like, right. Kissing my ears. And he could give me the most intense organs. It was very different from like the organs I have as a man. You know, I don't think I ejaculated or anything, but they were clearly organs and intense. Mm-hmm. And we could make love for hours. I mean, we were just, it was really nice. He would take the time and romantic. And he had a lot of money so he could like rent three nice hotel rooms for us. Yeah. And, um, this went on for like probably a couple of years we had this, but then I was starting to think, you know, I, I really did want to have a relationship with a woman again. Because I think for, you know, I did want to have a family ultimately. Um, How old were you at that point? Probably, yeah, I was, this probably went on from the time I was like 32 to 34. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, right. And, um, and uh, so I did meet a woman and started having a relationship with her and she was a much, a much more straight-laced girl. Is this the one you're married to now? Yes. Okay. So we've been married for like maybe 15 years. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, three kids. Right. She's very attractive, and um, but she's just not into anything other than very conventional sex. And she has a little sex drive on top of that. Right. And I'm sure so all the three like, kids didn't help. No, but I, you know, and I was like, but this one I was like, you know, I think my last relationship, I probably prioritized sex too much, so I think I'm going to. There are other things that are more important right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll just accept that. Yeah, you went the opposite. And, and you know, it's fine. It's, it's like we have a really good marriage, and I, I love having a kid. I would never, it was definitely the right thing to do. Yeah. Because, you know, these, these other things are, in the long run, probably more important. Yeah, definitely more important. Right, than just the one thing, which would be the sex. I always like if like a relationship is like a pie, right? And you have different, you know, there's di- every slice is like something different, right? You can't just, it can't just be one big pie of sex, right? <laughs> because there's got to be other things going on, right? So like yeah. if sex is one thing, but there's like so many other things that you had in common with her, right? It's going to like five things good are going to beat out one thing, right? Whereas it was like opposite with your other wife. Right, definitely. So so I think I, I did continue with him for a little while after I started in a relationship, but then as we got closer to getting married, I said, I've got, I, it just bothered me too much. Mm-hmm. And he got married too, and he had kids with, and like, you know, one said, this is so loud, it bothers me to this day, like, his wife was out of town, and, and um, I forgot he invited me over, and we ended up having sex, but it was in their bed, and I really feel guilty about that. I mean, I shouldn't have. Right. But you did. Well, guy in his wife's bed. I mean, it, it bothers me. Yeah, I don't think there's a should have occurred. I think like when you do something like that and you feel guilty, then you, you know, you figure out like where your boundaries are and what your morals are, right? Like that's just telling you that that's like something that just doesn't, it's not cool with you, right? So you don't do it again. Right. So he he really didn't want to back off. He didn't want to stop. Right. For a long time. He's like, you know, and there was other things. He was very possessive in a way. He could be under. It wasn't working, so we were still friends. It, it was kind of an adjustment period where we didn't talk much. Because uh-huh. every time he did, he would try to talk me into going back to that. Well, he knew there were certain things that could trigger my mood of like wanting to be a, a yeah. woman, and, and he would play that game. And I thought, okay. But the thing is, I mean, I always say like, it's a hard come down from that. It's always the next day I just feel exhausted and I can't concentrate. It's like I need a day transition period back. Uh huh. And it's really hard to go back to like your normal life without that. And it's just, it, so it's not something where you need like a lot of free time and you know, with commitments in another relationship and, and other things, I just, I couldn't do it. I bet you if you talk to a, like an actor, right? Like that would probably be the person that could relate to that experience the most, right? Like someone who's like, you know, in a movie as a character and gets so into it, right? And then to click out and be, especially if it's a dark character. I mean, this is a character that's like so far from who you are, right? You're a man. It's like a woman, right? And it's like you go to this other world and I think like it's probably the same thing, right? Because you hear actors talk about if they do a certain kind of acting, they get really into character and they can't 
come in and out of that, right? Because, and I'm sure they feel the same way, maybe, right? It's kind of like, I feel like that would be the person that could probably understand you the most. Maybe, right. I didn't thought about that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're still friends. We talk maybe every couple months. Yeah. I, mean, he's, he's, I think he's gotten much better about it. Although, lately, he's had some health issues where he's had um, erection issues, and he's like, oh, you need to come help me with this because you're the one guy. <laughs> You know, the one person who could do this. <laughs> but this is like, you know, this is a, we haven't done anything in probably 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so he'll still bring up that, but he's pretty cool, you know, so we're still friends. But some of my, my current wife, you know, it's okay. I, it's just every now and then I test the waters if there's any kind of. In what way? That she would do. Like, I'll say something like, because um, when I fuck, I can fuck her pretty hard and she never has an issue about, I mean, though I'm well above average, she never has an a pain issue or she likes it. Yeah. Like I'm deep in. So I'll suggest someone on the thing. I wonder, you know, if, if an even bigger cock would, would uh, feel better for you. And she's like, oh, I don't care. I just need you. I don't, it doesn't matter. And I said, well, I said, well, we should try to, you know, a, a dildo or something. Just see, because you seem to like, like maybe you could take more. I wonder how it would make you feel. And she's just, no, no, she's not into it. Or sometimes I'll ask her, like, who she finds attractive, like what kind of guys, you know, she would be into, but she just doesn't go there. Right. You know, and... Did uh, you ever think of, to maybe just buy the dildo, like as a surprise and have it there? I did. Okay. And um, she didn't like it. She thought it just felt different. Yeah, it does. Um, um, I thought her black one just... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She didn't say anything, but um, I think so she, she... saw a porn history looking at my ones are looking at kind of crunk hole and stuff with black guys. He said something, but I think I, I don't remember what it was. I think it was clearly she didn't like it. I thought it was really strange. So I just said, I think I missed some excuse like, oh, I look at all different kinds of whatever comes up. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. You know, I beg the 10 minutes, you know, sometimes I'm looking at porn. She knows I look at porn sometimes. It doesn't it's fine, right. Mm-hmm. Bother her. So I did get her like the other kind of toys that I'm going to look at your clit. Uh-huh. And she likes those. Right, so but she doesn't like or... a like a huge dildo that... Have you ever tried one that isn't black? It wasn't the black thing. It, you just think it was like yeah, the feeling, another, right? Like a, like a smaller one. Yeah. Too, like more steam. And, and she didn't really like that one either. Hmm. Um, the thing, but, but one thing I was thinking about is I did the two... I mean, I, visually, I really, really like big cock. I mean, like, it's almost pathetic. I can't afraid, like, or even holding one. Like, a really big cock, it kind of like, weak in the knees, it's sad to say. Right. But, so it's sad to say it's just what you're into. I think a lot of like bi guys, gay guys could relate. I mean, it's not that for sex, I don't really want them though that way. But it's like it, in your hands or in your mouth. Is that, is that what it even is? Even mouth is kind of hard. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if you, if your experience is, but it's harder to give a little cock from a big cock. Yeah. And it's certainly hard to, to fuck a guy with a big cock. So the, both of the guys I was with, you know, my teenage boyfriend and I, Later lover had, I would say, smaller than average cock. And, um, who the Middle Eastern was, guy? Yeah. Okay, right, right. The long term ones. But smaller than, but it was fine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, and I don't really, it's smart. I don't really have any, like, my prostate isn't very sensitive, so I don't really get a lot of sensations out of that. Mm hmm. Like, I mean, it feels kind of nice, but it's not, it's not like I'm getting that much sensation from that. It's you more, get more from your neck and kissing and your ears exactly. and all that stuff, like right? You're kind of the weight of a guy on, on top of you. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah, and that's awesome. So, I mean, I, didn't, I, just, I think, you know, so I, I listened to your show, and I forgot how I came across it a while ago. And, you know, a lot of people talk about things like this, more or less like this. Yeah. I mean, if, if, like, as you point out, you know, every person is very specific. It all sounds like it might be a certain category of people, but each case is very different. Uh, yeah, yours is very point. different than anyone else that I heard, right? Yeah, and that's it, right. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not afraid of the word bisexual. It doesn't, doesn't capture it. I don't think so either. I wonder, you know, because people are into like labels and stuff. I wonder if there is a label. People will write into me just, you know, like I wonder if like, and I don't think you need one, right? But I wonder if, because there's got to be other people that relate to this, right? I think so, yeah. Um, and I wonder if they label it. Because I think, like you said, like you're not interested in being a man with a man. That's being bisexual. You're more, it's like a woman with a man. So I think it's more like, I don't know, like you you wanting to be a woman is more, there's like a label there for that, right? Um, yeah. 
and right and then the but the sex thing it doesn't really go because it's like you do like heterosexual sex you like sex between a man and a woman but sometimes you like to be the woman and that's where the label i think needs to go you know what do you call someone who right. wants to be a woman sometimes it's interesting yeah, know, that you've never wanted to dress up or anything for some reason i don't no, know I why do. I, I do want to dress up but i just but did you ever when you were younger with that young Actually, guy when i was the first thing i ever remembered like a yeah strong sexual thing was when i was like 12 i had some older female cousins who we were at some kind of holiday time they dressed me up as a girl and i was kind of a very pretty boy at that time and uh you know i was like ringlets and and they made a big fuss of it, and uh, <laughs> I felt really good to me. Yeah, I mean, I really—the first time I remember being really turned on, and uh, I liked that, and I remember that. But I think really quickly, the guys in my family were cousins. It was like a big family gathering, kind of a party, and they were quickly let me know that that was not cool. You know, right? Like, what you, they, you know, what are you a sissy? Like, what do you? you like, Always, you let them do that to you. So I felt really bad about it, so I knew I would never say anything about that again. Um, uh, but actually, well, I do remember one. I can't remember if it was a second cousin or somebody, actually. I remember this now. I didn't make sense of it then, but he, he said to me later when he got me, he told me, like, you know, you should be careful dressing the facts that people might want to do certain things to you. <laughs> the cousin said this? At the same time, I thought it was a warning, but clearly I think now it's like, he was telling me he would do those things to me, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, he was like dropping a hint. He was trying to go yeah. down that path with you, right? Because he saw yeah. that maybe you were into it or smelled something that right. you guys had in common, right? I think that kind of undercurrent stuff goes on, right? Yeah, definitely. And so, but like, later on, like, for some reason, I, when I'm a guy, I've really been awfully for athletic, and I just have a very muscular body. I mean, my friends get jealous because I don't do much, and I have, like, really muscle so I wanted to dress up and I once I think at college at Howard Party I did do it again but it was kind of like a clearly a drag queen kind of thing yeah like a joke thing yeah yeah I had like these big huge muscles and kind of skirt or something <laughs> um so now then I'll walk through the woman's you know the clothing part of a woman's thing I really wish I could do it I really wish I could look like you woman, but it's just not going to work right with your body type and everything no so I mean I see guys who do it on that but that's not work for me so anyway right now i think you know i'm in a position right now i think it's kind of over i just don't see how this could right because you're not going to cheat on your wife right you're not gonna you you don't feel right about that right um and most i I think i think your sex has been so bad for someone i might actually if i found a guy the right guy now but remember, you felt so bad with that guy. Was it more that you I felt know. bad because you were in his bed and everything? I think it was that too. I think also it was being in my relationship with her and things were still okay. Yeah. Sex, the sex has gotten so bad now that I just, I don't feel that justified is the right word, but I just feel like, could I say, if the opportunity came up, it would be hard. I just said it would be hard to say no. Yeah, no, I think that that happens sometimes with cheating. Like, and that's why I like to talk to people who cheat because sometimes it's not always like that scumbag guy that's like can't keep it, you know, can't keep it with one girl. You know, sometimes it happens where it's like a very monogamous guy. And I've heard the story many times that's been with the same woman forever, really loves that woman. And for some reason, you know, it's sometimes it's different reasons. It could be that she went into menopause. I had one guy whose wife got ill and, you know, and then they're not getting sex, not getting sex, not getting sex. And that really super monogamous guy, you know, 15 years later winds up having an affair just strictly because he has these sexual needs, right, that are not being fulfilled. But it doesn't mean he wants to leave his, you know, and what do you do? What is the right thing to do in a situation like that? I would think maybe somebody would say like, oh, you know, you and her have to work on your uh, sex life together, right? To get it back if you don't, you know, but sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes Uh, women go into menopause and they're just not interested anymore. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, she's just not. Anyway, I feel like I pester her and then it's just not a turn on. Of course not. How old's your wife? She's um, probably forty six. And now, when you say your sex life with her is really bad, what does that mean? Is it is it that you're just like, not doing it anymore? It would be if I didn't pet her. Probably wouldn't be more than once every two or three months. Right. And when we do do it, she kind of she's never in particularly good bed. She kind of like lays there. <laughs> oh she's just not a very active participant. 
Right. So it's okay. And it's just, and I don't even have like trouble kind of getting it up for her or anything more because I just know the sex is going to be like this kind of very profound theory. And also, I think like, you know, listen, men are no different than women. Like, I don't think women would like it or get turned on. You know, women need a lot of foreplay and to know that there's like the man is really into her. Like, I don't think as a woman, she would want to be or she would be turned on by you if she had to like beg you for sex. Right. And I think that sometimes women don't understand that if you flipped it, that's, you know, how would they feel? Right. But they do that all the time to their guys. Right. And it's common. And I'm not. But I don't think that they really think it through that it's not attractive. Right. It doesn't get you turned on. So you start to lose the attraction. But it's it's hard. Yeah. It's like I. It's almost like she's not very sexual. It's very hard for me to get my head around that because I'm very always have it. Yeah. Because I'll try to like. So I try to figure out, oh, okay, maybe it's just me. We're going to be together a long time, you know, whatever. Like, so I try to figure out what it turns around. I can still see like anything does. <laughs> and it's only I'm getting worse. Getting, I'm actually really good at keeping secrets, you know. And she's got something that I, I don't see it. And it's funny because she has this really beautiful friend, her whole company, another very close friend who comes to stage with us a lot. And she seems to be the exact same way. She's never mentioned a guy. I don't remember if she's, you know, she's never mentioned a lover or anything. Maybe they're secretly bi with each other. That would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. I'd be a fantasize about it if they knew what was going through my mind sometimes. Right, right. This woman is so comfortable that she kind of like will walk around the house with very skimpy stuff. I'm like, do you really not appreciate what that could do for a guy? I don't know. Right, right, right. You mean the woman's walking around and there you are, like sexless in a sexless marriage. Exactly. Pent up. They make it all the time. It's like, they just never talk about like, being hot or anything. She's single, but they just... They might they talk, talk about it when you're not that. around, though. Women talk about I, sex. I wonder, you know. They I, do, but at that age, you know what you start to hear women talking about? Like, oh, God, like, I had to have sex. Like, I'm just not into it. You know, it's like know. more conversations, unfortunately, like that. Because right. sometimes, like, hormones are in play, and that's, like, a hardcore thing that goes down yeah. for women. I don't know if she's in that phase now, or it's a pro- or it can also be. And I think there's a lot of things coupled in that. It's like, you know, she's been with you as long as you've been with her, right? So it's a really right. long time to be with the same person. No, absolutely. I don't know how you keep sex good unless you start to do these other things or role play or get make it keep it really interesting, you know. Or else, how does it? How is missionary vanilla sex going to stay good with the same person for fifteen years? I don't think it's possible, and that's like the big problem. I think that happens in a lot of marriages, right? And it's a lot of the times the reason why. Men cheat and sometimes women cheat for the same reason, you know, and it's like, like I said, that's the reason why I like to have stories on here where I'm talking to someone who quote unquote cheated, right? But I show that, you know, this person isn't a terrible person, right? It's like, because I think that people just think, oh, they cheated, he's an asshole, right? Divorce him, like whatever. But uh, it's not the case when you hear the whole story, right? Here you are. There's like a long history to these things sometimes. Yeah. So and there's, there are some guys who I know who are friends who are just kind of scummy cheaters and just never. Yes. That's what. I, yes. And I've had but them on. I've yeah, had those I mean, on. But there's sometimes yeah. that I'm just showing the other side of it. Like, do like what else do you expect this person to do? And I'm not like, listen, if I was the woman in that situation, I'd be devastated, too. I understand. But when I'm talking to the man and showing his story, it's or the woman. And it's the same kind of story. It's just like, you know. This is, first of all, it's a warning to couples out there. Like, say you're the person, like, say, you know, people listening to this are more like your wife, right? Maybe this is how your guy is feeling if you're just like not into him anymore, you know? And it's hard to say what the solution is. Uh, I think it starts with your wife trying to stay connected to her sexuality and what she likes. And, you know, it would probably be so helpful for her to open herself up to like different things at this point. Right. Because it's probably the same old thing so. for her isn't good either. You know, No, I would, I would love a guy who was intensifying in a way. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't mind it. It was, you know, or, or a woman, anything that it would be, um, uh, you know, that would like reaching her interest in sex. Have you ever talked to her about a woman? Like, oh, are you into women I at all? Definitely. I've asked her if she found, you know, if she ever found a woman. Yeah, yeah, because that's easy. No. Qu- that's an easy comment. She sees beautiful women. She sees her beautiful, but she never would actually. Have you guys ever watched porn it. together? I 
got her to watch it once or twice and she didn't like it. Maybe try that again, because then you could maybe feel her out with like different scenarios, right? Like it's hard. I know it's hard with that kind of woman because she's so closed off to things. And if she's so far, like sort of, you know, they kind of say if you don't use it, you lose it. And that happens a lot. That's a reason why I think some women go through menopause and really lose it totally. And some stay connected because I think that they were still doing it a lot during it. Right. Cause you know, and it's just like, so she's so far gone, you know, you have to figure out a way or she should be trying to, but I think, you know, maybe she's probably not try and figure a way for her to like reattach herself. Probably bothers me more than else is a lack of effort. And yeah, you know, if you don't have sex drive, you don't have it. Right? I just think she just doesn't show interest in effort. And, and right, like I said, you know, it's 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 understandable. We have a hectic life and all that. But. Right, you. This is like such a common problem, and it's interesting because here we are talking about all this other stuff that's so not common, right? But you also have this common problem going on right. as well, right? I but mean, with the with the guy, I think I think I think I'm perfectly happy. I could just like use porn for to get off as a guy. Yeah. Go back to what I live with that. I mean, I really am more depressed about the fact that I really can't live out this female rule anymore because it's the chance of finding a guy who would go along with it anymore. What about like, have you ever done any kind of like webcamming or stuff like that or email exchanges with a, with a guy and kept it sort of virtual? No, maybe, maybe that's something I could explore because that would be like maybe not really cheating. Yeah, I helped a guy on my show recently. I forget which episode he was, but he like started this thing where he's like, could I give my email and then people could, and I was like, oh yeah, that's like a good solution because he didn't feel bad about doing that, but he didn't really want to go out and sort of be with men behind his wife's back because that would be too, you know, he just didn't feel right about it. He wanted to stop it, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to help you. We did a shout out and he got tons of emails, right? So, uh, and I think it, you know, for now it's working right so maybe you know you trying to reach out to guys online start there if you feel like you know it's just never gonna happen with your wife and you don't necessarily want to cheat and maybe you wouldn't feel maybe that would be okay I don't know I like I always say on my show like everyone like has their own morals and ethics right it's just like it, it I can't tell you what is right and what is wrong. I know what's right and wrong for me. You know what's right and wrong for you because you have cheated and you didn't feel right about it, right? But maybe if you do this, you would feel different. And I get the whole thing where like your morals could kind of change because like you said, like, you know, it's been so long and it's so bad. You're getting to the point where you might, you know, change the rules, right? Right. But in hand, is this, you know, given what your adult life is, there's not that much time to go around. Yeah. This stuff. So it, it, it'd be pretty, um, pretty unusual. I, I mean, I, I don't expect it to happen. <laughs> yeah. What? So, right. So I just, Wait, no, no. What don't you, sometimes you mumble. You're like my caller doctor guy. You've got a mumbling thing going on. He's a good friend I, of mine. He's a fucking mumbler. You're a mumbler a little bit. What did you just say? I think, it, I just think it's not going to happen. Well, maybe you can. I mean, have you gone looking ever for guys online? Or are there any forums for people like you? No, not really. I mean, maybe there has to be. Maybe, I think I think there's kind of more of like crossdresser or tranny, like that yeah. kind of thing. Like guys are into that. Even straight guys, it's amazing. You know? But but I, you know I what? Know you tranny, can. I have some tranny friends actually. Believe it or not, straight guys are really into that. But totally. It's like I think that tranny they, porn is very popular. They can carry the lookout better than I can, like I said. So. Right, but if you're doing something virtual, right? I mean, you don't you, it could be like a fantasy that you play out because you do the only reason why you're not dressing up is because it doesn't look right, you know, cuz you're too muscular, you're too manly, right? But you have that desire. You could maybe go into that desire right you know virtually like and it could be like a fan that the dressing up part can be a fantasy but if you're just emailing someone or just maybe talking to them you can just make shit up right it's just like it's people have a like if you find another person that has a good imagination like that could totally go down Mm, maybe it's not like you're not into the dressing right you are you've never been able to go down that path it was a real hot turn on to you when you did it once but you've never been able to go down that path 
physically because it doesn't work. But I feel like you could go, if you have the capacity and you're able to switch into a woman to the point where you are literally feeling things differently, right? That's like a powerful thing to be able to do. You can, you know, switch into somebody you could like go into the place where you're fantasizing about getting dressed and making that up and a scenario without actually doing it that's what I believe for sure you can and it might be like a really hot thing for you yeah yeah okay so maybe we'll email about this yeah yeah think about this so I could give a shout out to your email right you Okay. Deal. Uh, All right. So let me know. Keep me posted. Thanks so much for calling in. This was like a very fascinating topic. I feel like I have a million questions that I didn't get to answer because you just told your whole story, which I love because it's like very easy for me to just sit back and listen and hear all these stories, you know, (laughs) but uh, it was great. Thanks so much for calling and being so honest with everything. I think it's all good to talk about. All right. Awesome. Okay. Good luck with everything. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.